circa 2007 or 2008, I formed a band with my brother-in-law, Tyler Wolf. We named it Shaggy versus the Tank Tops. It's a ridiculous name that doesn't have any meaning, so don't ask. But uh, we cut an album, did an EP, and then uh, a couple other friends joined the band, Kyle Bouchard, Tyler Tomaszewski, and then eventually Zach March. And uh, we cut a couple albums together in 2010 and 2011-ish. We cut one, and then in 2014, we cut a second album, and then we were done shortly after that. But I had Tyler and Kyle over to talk about Shaggy versus the Tank Top. So this is a little bit of a, a songs we did write episode. And in fact, the conversation went so long that this will probably eat up four or more episodes. We all agreed that Shaggy versus the Tank Tops was a very special time in life for all of us. It was the most fun any of us had playing live. Um, and so it was just, uh, it was something special to be able to sit down and reminisce and talk about the writing and recording process as well. is just like it's all I ever want to talk about I'm looking forward to that <laughs> that and Satan what's up <laughs> love talking about my beautiful boy. lovely Satan <laughs> my boy <laughs> Satan dude I said hail Satan in front of uh, two students the other day after class and it was really funny because they're both <laughs> Christian and it got really weird <laughs> I think at work there was a Halloween costume contest and one of my friends had a had like a she had a you know, devil horns or whatever. Yeah. And just way louder than probably appropriate in the office was just like, Hail Satan. <laughs> yeah. She's like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I looked around and nobody shot us any weird looks, but I was like, that was a little louder than it needed to be. Yeah, dude. That's one of those statements where it's like kind of funny in certain contexts, but like if it just hangs in the air a little bit, some people yeah. are really concerned. <laughs> like, all right. Uh Kyle Bouchard, yeah. how are you? I'm good. I think it's been, so I think the last time I saw you, correct me if I'm wrong because my memory's for shit, but I think I saw you at Meat Splosion last, and it was at Tyler's old house. It was probably six years ago. Is that, does that sound right? Have we yeah, seen, because that so. was, you, I think you just came up at the time, maybe you were living in St. Louis. Yeah, Is that time frame right? Probably. Yeah. And, uh. Andy brought that disastrous meat burrito that we cooked in the fire for like hours and the bacon was still miraculously raw. You got to suck on the microphone, dude. You're going to be way back. Do you, do you need help backing it up? The, the I have never. <laughs> it, it might help if you, if you tip it up uh, more toward your mouth. Like, <laughs> this. yeah, I know. No. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Do you need the mic stand closer? Or are you good? I'm good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You'll need that up there. Right. Yeah, I do remember that. I remember that meat burrito. This that is was terrible. 
<laughs> I don't even think I tried any of it. I just looked at it and was like, uh, it was oh, in the fire for literal hours <laughs> in the fire pit. Yeah. And we were like, how is this not cooked? <laughs> but I think it was just because it was like, uh, you know, roasting in there. And then we took it out and it was just schlop and we put it on the grill and then like got some fire on it. <laughs> and, then, and then it turned, we, it, the chunks of it were pretty good, but the burrito did not work. There's always some misfires at every meat explosion. So last time you, I saw uh, Tyler yeah. was at another meat explosion last oh, year. Last, yep. yeah. last year's meat explosion. It was like an annual annual thing. It well, was. Kind we of hadn't semi- had one since that last oh, one. Oh, was it really? Yeah. Oh. We may have gotten together a couple years before that, yeah. just, but it was just like you, me, and Zane. It was non-splosh. Yeah, it was a, it was an, <laughs> and it was cold and yeah, it kind of So good to see it, you, so you've been to you've been to Chicago. We caught up a little bit before this. You've been in Chicago, lived lived in the north north part of Chicago. Yeah. And then you, COVID brought you back to Madison, right? Yeah, I lost my job in Chicago. Oh, damn. In March. Like a lot of people I worked with, we all got fired the same day. Oh, and, wow. Uh, so then I was on unemployment for a while. right? Yeah. Like the pandemic Like hit. strictly because yeah. of COVID. And like, I had no problems with like unemployment insurance and stuff because like my termination letter said, like, yeah. this is because of the global pandemic. So we're firing all these people. So... So I did okay. So I got like unemployment and then like my lease was up. So I was just talking to some people and I talked to Perry Lewis and he was like, Oh dude, I haven't heard that name like, in a while. He's like, my lease is up and I'm going to move. So let's just get a two bedroom. And I was like, well, all I have is unemployment. So let's find a place that'll take that. And we did. So I moved oh, back. Cool. Dude, how he, how's he been, man? I haven't seen him since Pizza Hut, dude. He's good. He's a bartender and he makes more money than I do. Yeah. Yeah. Another Pizza Hut guy. Yeah. Man. Heck yeah, mm-hmm. dude. That was... I mean, shoot! That I I left Pizza Hut in 2011, but I think Perry left. Or, uh, it's been it's been a decade since yes, I've seen man. it. Yes, <laughs> <What's that>? man. Uh, dude. <laughs> uh, well, right on. So, Tyler, you 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 gathered us today. Uh, I I I remember saying to Michael when we first started this, like, eventually it'd be kind of fun to do a Shaggy podcast. And, uh, but you brought up recently, um, Hey, maybe we could get together kind of discuss the writing process, some of the early days, some shows and just kind of reminisce, which I was all about. Um, I, I, I did end up asking Tyler Wolf if he wanted to drop in and see if he could make a date work. And he just said, if you guys can make a date work, but I can't be there, don't worry about it. So unfortunately he couldn't come. I thought it'd be kind of fun to have him talk a little bit. And since he was part of like the first inception of Shaggy, so T-Wolf, if you're listening, sorry, we couldn't make it work, man. But uh, some of the most fun I had playing live was being able to be right next to him, losing his mind, playing the bass. In a Mexican wrestling mask. Super fun. He had to, yes. But uh, anyway, and so then, uh, man, it it felt like pulling teeth to pull us all together here. Sorry about that. But uh, dude. I don't yeah. even know what you're talking about. Why don't about. you? Well, it's it was a couple months. You brought it up, and I, I think my teeth, I think you guys were like ready, and then I just Michael and I couldn't work it out s- soon enough. So no, I was just waiting in the wings, like ready to be like, okay, here's the day, and then the day before or that day, listen to the songs and write down some notes. Yeah. So either way, any date it would have been. It's no skin. I got so much other stuff going on anyway. It's yeah. not. It's not a big deal. Well, dude, I I would like to. I guess it it started. Uh, dude, okay. I don't really know where to start. 
with with this because like I could talk about this for a long time, and it is genuinely good to to actually see you guys and kind of be in the same room. But uh, uh, Tyler well, I and I, you, I could give you yeah. my thoughts about like what <clears throat> what I'd, my thoughts about this whole premise would be is you yeah, know your podcast is songs we didn't write, yeah. and I thought it'd be a fun little you know special edition Reprieve. songs we did write, yeah. and then and then get. Shaggy versus the tank tops because we had talked about before how it was probably at least speaking for myself it was probably the most fun I ever had creating music with other people for sure in in my entire life in my recollection no offense to anybody else I've created music with which actually haven't been a lot of people but um <clears throat> it's been an incestual group several groups of the same people it has yeah. incestual group that's yes yeah, that's an groups. interesting that word, word to put in it's fine but, okay it works i'd like to get into that later <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness i want to make sure we circle back i've got I all the to time talk in the about world that because it, while i was listening to all these songs earlier today i realized how much i was distracted by the instrumental parts and how excited how much juice i was getting off that stuff like the breakdowns and the little guitar leads the little drop of little stuff oh yeah that was a fun little at at the moment but i realized how much i wasn't listening to the lyrics and how much i you know typically we listen to how much resonates in the lyrics as well as the music or, or the nerdy parts or whatever but i was actually very excited to hear what you thought about the words like because you've said that you're a fan of the music and you're an english guy you like you're that's kind of your bag but also just you know and i like to like a little ego boost every once in a while as well because you are a fan <laughs> but also because i was just my brain i can't sometimes i can't get past a certain thing and actively listen if i don't have enough time so you're gonna have to do all the heavy lifting as far as i go you're i'm gonna have to put my share of the lyrics part onto you i have some stuff but I think some of that, though, too, you're, you, you have a major time investment into creating guitar parts and stuff. So lyrically, it's probably not on your mind because, you know, you're focused on much. Yeah. I mean, just other things being an actual member of it. But I, I would say, you know, I, I, I want to I start by saying it was obviously Tyler Wolf and I got together, started the thing as a two piece. We put out an EP. It was a lot of fun recording them. But then... Uh, uh, I met Kyle Bouchard through Pizza Hut, and it was really through you, Tyler. So I remember, I want to say, all right, so the beginning of like the two but albums. But didn't were he work down. there first? Yeah, 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 but it was through Pizza Hut. But then, like, I got to know he, him better. He gave me that EP you. at Pizza Hut. It was yeah. like, yeah. here's something me and Tyler made, and I knew Tyler yeah. for years. Tyler so Wolf. I was like, what the hell is this? Yeah. And so, well, expand on that then, because I actually don't remember that transaction. Um, well, you gave me the CD, and I listened to it, and that was Shaggy vs. the Tank Tops was an introduction to a style of metal that I've never heard before that I think came from your influence from, like, the Chariot and Norma Jean and that style of, like, really high-energy, crazy, like, breaking-the-rules type of metal and i liked like slipknot and darkest hour and stuff and and that and like lamb of god and that's very that's very like calculated metal it's like on beat there's never any mistakes and that is the complete opposite of what shaggy versus the tanks top tank tops was yeah well, it was uh, that's cool because I I do remember giving you the album, but like where my mind goes when it actually so what was it? 
I'm going to have some questions too, because I don't remember a bunch of stuff, but when, when was it decided like, all right, dude, you're pl Tyler, you're playing guitar, Kyle, you're playing drums. When did that happen? Well, that was, <clears throat> Tyler Wolf was still the drummer. I was involved mm -hmm. in the project a lot early, but I wanted to get back to my first introduction to Shaggy vs. the Tank Tops as well. You handed me the record, and okay. I'm just like, well, it was a CD, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I say record as album or EP or whatever, and I found it was just, like, Kyle, I'm like, what is this? Yeah. Like, what is this stuff? Yeah. I uh I could, I could see where he was coming from because I had a little bit of knowledge about the influences you were talking about with Norma Jean and the Chariot and that we've talked about before with Christian music and kind of that more abstract breaking the rules type stuff. Mm -hmm. and, but I had never... <clears throat> I had also listened to other recordings of your stuff, like kind of the more alternative type things and was like, yeah. okay, this is pretty okay. I mean, not to... Not to say that <laughs> it was just yeah. I did not expect that to come out of you, Shaggy versus the Tank Top in this in this it's all something I've ever heard real. From everybody I've, that's ever heard, yeah, of. this something real idea. I don't even know if Shaggy versus the Tank Tops was the name of the thing. It just said something real on it. No, it was the band name. That was the album name. I just didn't know how to press all of it on. Yeah, there. it was just a little. I literally bought stamps. Like yeah. I bought separate letter stamps and then would line them up and press them on the CD and. It, that's not good because it's probably it's probably ruined CD players. Actually, <laughs> the ink that the stamping. Well, that's nobody on it, but cares anymore. I, yeah, I know. Yeah, I, exactly. I think I also had a CD that just said something real, but for mm -hmm. some reason I'm remembering, and I don't know when it came into play, but I remember the most terrible band logo I've ever seen in my life, and it was from Microsoft Paint. It was the Shaggy versus the Tank Tops, handwritten with a computer mouse in yellow. Yeah, I remember Shaggy that. Shaggy versus Tank Tops. Yeah. And I was like, this, mic, this, this yeah. is what I expect from what I just listened to. Yeah. Like, it was pure, it was pure chaos. Yeah. It was so heavy. It was the heaviest thing I've ever heard. Oh, wow. That was somehow slower than anything I've ever heard. Like yeah. the really slowed down breakdowns and stuff. I was like, I've never heard anything like this. Got the stamps right here. Yeah, nice. dude, I, I have the stamps I'm in here. Just in honor I actually of the night. in in the other in the other room, I actually have the stamp of the face that was on the CD and all the separate letter things. I've got them all. So but those fun. were just uh I had those specially made. It was kind of ridiculous. Yeah. But uh well it, no that's cool. Wait, so what am I to do with these? Just now? chuck them wherever you want. Put them in that drawer or something. I don't I care. I want to say something before yeah. you continue. Please do it. Um I think that's interesting that Kyle says that because I for quite some time we hung out with some of the same people and I remember listening to those metal bands as well. Um I didn't start listening to other some of the other metal I began listening to until I became closer with Tyler Wolf. Um, but it is interesting, like locationally, when you have different people listening to different forms of music and how that'll, the kind of cultural effect it will have. You know, and mm. I wish, you know, it'd be nice if Janesville had more of that. Um, but it was uh, refreshing. I haven't heard anyone use say "darkest hour" in so long. Yeah, yeah I love <laughs> I love DH man. Dude, I remember that. Yeah, I was li literally listening to him on campus like a month ago, and I was just thinking, dude, I wonder who like still listens to "darkest hour" because they're so like so damn good. Nobody, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm sure people listen. But yeah, just, undoing. I don't ruin. anymore. Yeah, I can't even I hear him in my to. head. I don't know if I've ever heard him. 
Yeah, their Undoing they're Ruin awesome. is probably one of my favorite albums. Is they're they're fantastic. You know? And like, I mean, they're heavy too. And I really liked heavy music when I was younger. But and also when I say like Shaggy was the heaviest thing I've ever heard, I I'm like excluding stuff like Cannibal Corpse or like mm-hmm. Death Grind stuff that I've heard because that stuff is like brutal for the sake of brutality like they do that on purpose but shaggy when i heard that for the first time that was brutal and like raw and it was not organic it was organic it was organically brutal yeah (laughs) like and then there was like and then the next song would be like punk rock and i'd be like what the hell is going on yeah this is like the same project and it's going back and forth and i'd never heard stuff like that well, I think it's a lot, a, a lot of the um, almost like a, the dissonance in like breaking of time signatures, and also like Lamb of God and bands like that still, for the most part, um, service the like um, they stayed in the first course, first chorus, yeah, bridge, they stayed in the you know, shit like mm-hmm. that. Um, so it's not often that like they'll come in and like start the song with what sounds like an end and then end the song with like what sounds like a beginning or just something basically reversed like that, you know? Uh, well, and, and when, when discussing with Tyler Wolf when we were talking about getting together and doing some of the stuff, you know, I was very heavily influenced by punk music as told in, on other podcasts and even the last one, Tyler, that you were on, we talked about our, our undying love for it. But 90 Pound Wuss and some of the raw punk, like I, I remember explaining to Tyler, I was like, I, I would love to do something that's just rowdy that would be a mixture of like chariot punk with 90 or chariot metal with 90 pound wuss style punk. Was it like, was it shorthand operation? I just came across that record that was shorthand like... operation was their, um, second or third album. I get the two, the second and third mixed up. It was uh, their first album, just self-titled 90 pound wuss. Yeah. That lyrically is, is awful now because it's got a whole bunch of Christianese in it, but the music is so raw and just, just wild and uh, loved it. Absolutely loved that. There were some songs, like there was some attitude behind some of like the Crucified, which was totally different than like Slick Shoes. But I loved, I loved how both of those made me feel, even though they were on opposite ends of the spectrum. And then I also loved like just straight up beat your head against the wall, rock and roll like the Bronx. It's just where it's just dirty and you're just banging chords. And so like I, I, can't, I remember telling Tyler, like, let's find a way to mesh some of that stuff together because I wasn't totally sold on going into the metal lane. Cause I, I didn't really like metal much when I was younger. There was some things that I kind of liked. I always liked heavy stuff, but like metal just didn't, I didn't, I don't know. It didn't move me that much. And so the chariot and then Norma Jean were the first two that kind of like brought me over because it was just totally different than metal that stays in its lane, which to this day, I'm still not too big of a fan. And so, um, all right, so let's fast forward a little bit because I I don't actually remember honestly when you when it was like you guys were in and now we were moving forward with it. How did that go? Do you guys remember or no? I think I I had been jamming with you and Tyler Wolf and I think was Zach playing bass with us yet? I don't I, I think Zach was starting to play. Wait, did didn't didn't Tyler go from drums to bass before Zach played? 
See no, that? Tyler oh, really? left for a while. He went out of town oh. for reasons, and then um, and then we were looking for a drummer. And I had played with Kyle in Solidity, oh, okay. and it was like, dude, I know exactly the person who needs to do this. <laughs> I was, and, I was, and actually, you already knew him, so yeah. you were like, let me do it, just same as me. When I heard that record, I wanted to get back to that record quick. When I heard that first EP or whatever, yeah. one particular night, I won't mention names, but in my Cavalier convertible. Do you remember that? The Breezer? I absolutely remember that. <laughs> Top down, middle of the night. I went like through a cornfield just blaring oh, yeah. that. Before I was even in the band, I was just like, this shit is so dope. Like just yeah. I was like, this is this is so cool. Anyway, everybody I was with that was riding in the car, somebody fell out and broke their arm that night. I'm not gonna because it was like yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna say names, but it was close friends of mine. We had a really good time, and it got pretty rad that night. But that music was part of it. And then ever since then, I was showing just everybody, like, look at this, look, like, I want to be a part of this. So then I like, Brandon, let me be in your band. Brandon, <laughs> let me be. In. And you're like, oh, okay. So then yeah. we worked on it. And then I think Zach was playing bass, and Tyler left, and then Kyle yeah. came in, and we we started. But then Zach moved away you're right no that's right because i and i remember you telling me that kyle should play drums and i had never heard him play and at the time maybe i like had heard that you did play but i was like there's no way this guy is going to be able to like because tyler tyler wolf couldn't really play the fast punk beats because he had just never really tried it right so we never got super fast he did some blast beat stuff but we never did the punk stuff came the actual punk stuff came because Kyle came to the table on yeah. on on uh, the art of pop and rock. If you don't know who I am, I am a large American, so it's surprising <laughs> that I can play. I was so going to be fast. like, "Why, Brandon? No, why wouldn't why you expect, that? Why wouldn't not, you expect Kyle comment. to be able to do that?" Hold up, it's not a comment. I support on that. all bodies. What? What? what <laughs> this is. Oh, jeez. Why is because I remember talking with you, Tyler, about yeah. wanting to, I, I wanting to go like full blown punk. But yeah. T Wolf was a, it, it, I loved his style because it was raw and kind of fall apart metal, and he, and Tyler also had played guitar, so like there was a piece of it that he understood where to go and what to do, and he's obviously my brother in law, so there's just a bond there. But you were talking about the ability for us to be able to go full blown punk, and I'm like, dude, no, he's not going to be able to do yeah. that. And it was well, just not a lot of people can. I had never played with anybody that could, mm -hmm. and so the first time I heard Kyle play drums i was like i want to can i be in a band with you i want to be in a band with this <laughs> yeah, guy yeah. this is and, the guy uh, i want to play with. i was gonna say you did know i was a drummer because i was giving you copies of my recordings i was in Cerulea device yes. oh, right. and i was recording in audacity and had yeah. no idea what we were doing and i was giving to giving them I to you and you were like still i can't even understand what's going on the recording is so bad yeah but like I record stuff, and like I could clean this up for you if you guys wanted to like record. So I knew, um, you know, we all worked together at Pizza Hut, mm -hmm. and we all knew One me and Tyler slice. had played together. Yeah, and then we just we just like found out we had met you and found out that you played, and we also knew Tyler Wolf. So it was just kind of, you know, we all at just that crossed time paths. cutting room floor. Like yeah. cutting room floor was doing their thing, and Cerulea Divide was doing their thing, and then we played shows together. We, Shaggy, we did. That's Cerulea. Right. We would. I, I would do I double duty. Sometimes. The Cerulea yeah. Divide T-shirt. I still yeah. have that album. I knew you played drums, but in Cerulea, you didn't go full blown punk. 
No, that's we never what, did. That's what I meant. Like when Tyler was telling me we could do that with you, I'm like, there's no, like I'd never played with somebody that could. So dude, that was the element that you were able to bring on the second, on the Art of Pop and Lock, the first full length. APL for short. Oh dude, I, I, I just remember being so elated to be able to, to play punk music. And uh, uh, at the time it was, it was funny. I don't, I don't know. We, we, we can get more into the art of pop and lock, I guess, later. But um, I, have to, I have to ask, well, should we, just, should we get into that? Michael, do you have any, like, questions on the history? Because I feel like an hour could go by. This, this one's going to go along, so I'm going to have to break it up into multiple sessions. You could probably go an hour and not talk. So is there anything from, like, the history of Shaggy? And please do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, Mike. Any, anything? Yeah, do you have any questions or I don't need to force anything on what you. I was, I'm trying to give you time to talk. <laughs> what I was going to get at earlier was like I'm I'm looking forward to you f- to fe- fielding any questions from somebody who's like genuinely interested because uh, otherwise it's usually me just like listen to this and then we did this oh man this was cool. <laughs> no. <laughs> and and they're just like all right, okay. <laughs> no, I think it'll be natural for me to just kind of be the dude hanging out in the corner. So I don't okay. have any questions. I do think that it's very metal i would like to circle back to the fact that you were like yeah man we're in my cavalier convertible <laughs> top the breezer cruising through the cornfields yeah, dude broke that. his arm fucking <laughs> slamming metal i was like jesus christ like that was a really metal night <laughs> there's so. somebody hanging in the back seat like slam i won't say what he was hitting the back of the headrest with the front seat but like standing up in the back of my car i don't know how fa- i probably wasn't going that fast i mean i knew there were people standing up but like i said somebody fell out of my car luckily you didn't sue me we're still buds it's all good <laughs> it was just we it got out of hand yeah, yeah. I was out there the next morning or the next day, and uh, the pool he, got thrown in the fire. And he was like, pool. "Check this out!" And there's just it looked like a like <laughs> soybean tractor went through <laughs> and like picked up some crops. They were just gone. And he was like, "Tyler, Tyler did that." He just uh, <laughs> Tyler was driving through in the middle of the night. And I was and like, I, I was back. like, that's dope. I came back <laughs> after the first pass. And uh, then I was like, it was Guy's brother's place that he was renting from a farmer, obviously. But like, I'm like, that was so much fun. I want to do it again. Like, do you think it's a big deal? And then dude was just like, well, you already did it once. I mean, and then before he could even finish the sentence, <laughs> dude. Yeah, it was quite a night. Uh, all right, I have a, I have, I have some questions for you guys because through this, I actually want to find out what you guys might remember that I can't. the The only real, the only real memories I have stuck in my brain from the writing process is writing for um, over the top nasty, and so I have almost no memories of writing the art of pop and lock together. I really don't. So I don't think we wrote a lot of it together. Really? I think so it was I, already written most of it. I okay. Think. I yeah. I okay. Well, cuz there were some remakes too from the EP. I I had done I had put out an EP correct. So Becky went for like 3 days with the kids and I recorded the something real EP. Wait a second. Oh my gosh. See before when no, you said that. No, there's something else because something real wasn't on no, the roll it back. Hold, hold up. That's what's funny is 
there was a something real EP that didn't have a band name. I'm sorry, that yeah. wasn't the Shaggy thing. And I, I, it was just I thought it was just it the was, something real. Project, it is. It's what I, I had recorded those songs when Becky went away with the kids, and so then Tyler and I did the um, uh, what was the name of that EP? The first one we did. You just said it, didn't you? Roll it back. Roll it back. Okay. See, this is but this I is was, bad. I didn't record this on that. So, no, you didn't. I didn't it was just Tyler that. and I did roll it back. And so then for The Art of Pop and Lock, it was a little bit of Roll It Back, a little bit of Something Real, and then a couple of new tunes that were not on that. So it was a, a conglomerate, yeah, of... Slow and Steady, Is This What You Want From Me? Yeah. There was Dun 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 on there, which is a whole... That that wasn't... Oh, yeah, Dun one Dun, of Dun those Part fun... 1 was, was on Roll It Back, so we did Dun 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 Part 2. What about like corporate shoots and ladders? Was that pre-written nope, or did that you guys write that See, together? We we wrote yeah. that together. So and I roll with the foxes and hunt with the hounds. Okay. Was was written together. So through with you, the first track was on the something real EP. Shook up was on the something real EP. But dude, there there are a solid five tracks um, that weren't. Uh, so tr- track two, we are the forgotten ones. Corporate shoots and ladders. I roll with the foxes and hunt with the hounds. Put your turncoat on. It's gonna rain. Slow and steady. Distraction is the best medicine. Dun dun dun. Part. Dude, the vast majority of them were not on those EPs. So we wrote them yeah. together, but I don't have memories of writing those songs with anybody. But you, you guys recorded with them. I just so remember you bringing stuff I think to us in a you practice. wrote them, and then we yeah. were just like, let's Most make it well, into I, something. It, it, okay, technically, I did that for both of the full length albums, and you guys put them on. But see, I don't even remember working them out. I remember. Oh, yeah, me neither. Yeah, see, okay. I wanted to see if you guys remember working them out together. So we recorded in a house for the Art of Pop. In my house. Was that your house? With Zach and Brian. I see. Yeah, we, the right three of us the, lived together. Wasn't okay. it just right in the living room yeah, or the dining the room or dining something? Yeah, in the dining room, yeah. Dude, we like moved the table, yep. set up your kit. That was awesome. I, I, remember, mm-hmm. I remember doing that. And then we recorded. We were recording cutting room cutting floor. Room. At the same time. Oh, were you really? Yep. Okay. Yeah, the, the EP, the Remnants EP. Yep. Yeah, that was also in the dining room. <laughs> yeah, and I remember, I got to apologize to you, Kyle. I'm so sorry for just, like, yelling at you one time when I just, like, I felt like I fucking nailed a vocal part. But I said, reason like raisin. And I do it, too. And you mocked me a little bit after it was done. I was so, like, adrenaline out. I was like, Yeah! Yeah, and then you're like, raisin. raisin. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck you, Kyle. That was that. And I'm standing in your kitchen. Just like, Kyle, I can't, I can't believe you. Stay positive, dude. Why are, you, why are you breaking me down all the time? So I'm really sorry. I, I don't I just, recall. Okay, all, I just so blew up fine. at you. Oh, no, I think about it nightly. That was forgiven. That was sorry, bud. <laughs> so, okay, we, we recorded the drums in your dining room. Yes. And then the guitars and vocals we did, Tyler, in your in the studio. carriage house. Yeah. That was a blast. That was yeah. a lot of fun, a lot of farts. A blast. <laughs> a lot of stuff. When's the last time you guys listened all the way through the end with the all like the The 20-minute track. Yeah. Dude, when those like blast or beats came in on the headphones, <laughs> and you can't hear it on the recordings, so you're just like, what? Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I had it. Have you listened to those in a while, Tyler? It's been a while, but I started oh. I, at the end of the Nell's story. I yeah. was listening to, and then remembered, oh yeah, and then there's all this stuff, dude. It listening through that reminded me just of like, uh, I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun recording gang vocals for um, the second album, or it's it's technically the third, the second full length album, um, over the top, over the top nasty. nasty. And then I also had OTN. a blast. OTN. OTN. I also had a blast uh, recording the 
gang vox for the Christmas album thing that I threw together, but invited everybody over. Yeah. Like those moments are just super fun. But I, I think probably the art of pop and lock probably takes the cake on the most fun I had recording with other people, dude, even just like, I'm so happy. I, I, put that kind of outtake reel together because I don't have anything like that from for any other album. Mm -hmm. uh, I might have some video footage of Over the Top Nasty recording Gangbox now that I'm... It's I, have, to I have a couple clips too. Do you remember, do you remember I that? I just yeah. actually yeah. shared because seven years ago the other day, or yesterday maybe even, Mike Sourzoff posted on Facebook, you and me standing right here. No joke. And I shared it uh, yesterday because it was seven years ago yesterday we were doing that. Was it really? Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah, it came out in December. Yeah, of 2014. Yes. Yep. Yeah. yeah. We probably... We had a promo a video that said time. like... I remember. December or Christmas 2014. <laughs> I remember that. That was a cool video. <laughs> All right, so the, the, the Art of Pop and Lock, well, you should talk a little bit about that carriage house space and why it was built because I, I've heard you like, I have a little memories, but like what, how did that come to be? Well, okay. cause it was set up like a full blown studio. I, I mean, you had a, that. yeah, That's, you had like um, an engineering room and everything in there, man. Well, I went to school at Madison media Institute and which is now not a thing. And that was before the pandemic for reasons. A lot of people are just like, wow, this is a useless, this is a, just a useless degree. And I made it through the program, but and I learned a lot of stuff, but you get what you put in. And I I guess I had just, for lack of a better word, conned my parents <laughs> and like this mu this musician guy that I had been in a like a church group project with. And I had played in another project with him, Eddie Ganson. And um, <clears throat> I mean, I was 100% on board. I felt like I could really do it, but I was like 18, 19, Shout 20. out to Eddie Ganson, Feral yeah. Cat. Feral Cat Records, yeah. yeah. So yeah, we, he started this recording service. We did live sound and recording, but part of it was we wanted a studio space so we could record bands and kind of start doing that, which it mostly amounted to radio advertisements, which, which was okay to try to pay some bills, but we needed a space and I was like, well, if it's in just my backyard, I was living with my parents at the time. They were on board. To, All right, well, if you want to do it, we'll pay for a lot of the materials. So I learned how to put up insulation, frame walls. So it was double wall, uh, isolated or insulated. I can't remember the terminology, but um, it had a control room and a little vocal booth. And I learned how to... Yeah, cut cut and put up drywall and all that stuff. There were also some partitions for like uh, you know. Yeah, I think up we got that from a, the Gobos. Like yeah. they were they were just little dividers. I think we found them at at church. Yeah, I they were like office were partitions, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. You had like heat panels on the wall, so that in the winter it wasn't loud when the heat needed to be on. Yeah. Right, it was pretty slick, but the heat didn't work for shit. It was <laughs> yeah. so cold. It was there. warm and a six inch radius <laughs> yeah. outside the panel. <laughs> Okay, so, so that's how that space came about, and then I just we we had some software there, but by the time we started recording Art of Pop and Lock, that was all gone. It was like that had yeah. just folded because I just wasn't. I remember just bringing my computer over with my interface, and that's what we just used yeah. my my gear. But um, okay, so where did we practice to work those tunes out for the Art of Pop and Lock? Because it wasn't in the space that we used. I think it was in, in your life. basement over on the east side by Village Green area. Oh no, shit! Did we do it there? I don't remember. Yeah, see, I don't have a. Well, memory that's where of it. I remember Tyler playing drums. There. I remember that. I didn't remember Shaggy playing there. 
Not that for was a, Art of Pop and Lock. I can't. I don't remember see, practicing. I told you yeah, the practice space we had for Over the Top Nasty. That I have plenty of memories. Of. Or were we already there? No. Well, I don't think so, man. I I don't think we were there that many years because we it was a we put years. out yeah we put out the Art of Pop and Lock in 2010. And Over the Top Nasty was in 2014. And it, we, we had taken a break. There was a, a break between those two. But yeah. there, was, there were four years in between. And so I don't... I don't remember yeah, where. I don't remember practicing right. that album. Well, I don't feel so bad. I, yeah, I don't either. I, yeah. I, I, was, I was genuinely interested. But if we all don't remember, then cool. I mean, I just okay, remember actually, the recording. Yeah. That's, actually, that's to be quite honest, I don't, I'm not sure if we did practice very much. I think a lot of it was written... And uh, we may have practiced a few times and oh, did a little bit true. of writing yeah, and recorded we... the album first before we played that shows. Could, you know what? That might be why there's no memory. So we recorded the album first and then like we played some shows and then we got the practice spot, the mm-hmm. shared space uh, in Janesville. And um, we got that like a, a long time before Over the Top Nasty. So we must have been playing those songs yeah. in, in that spot as well. Yeah. But we did the album first. That reminds me that a lot of the a lot of the cool little parts that I that I would put in were on the fly. Yeah, like like we had the songs formulated. We probably got together and rehearsed all those songs that you had written and we had pieced together. But then all the nuances and stuff kind of came later. I do remember. I do remember like writing some of the second stuff in the recording process. I remember you and I talking about those and like because your your style of writing second guitar parts is totally different than mine yours comes from a much more much more of like a music theory background which was cool because i i remember there being times in your head you would kind of talk about maybe i'll try to put a third in there like you would use terminology that nobody had played with had used because nobody had really taken music theory and also when i write i don't think that way either even though i know music theory i don't think all right let me try a minor seventh here let me add a third here but i know i remember discovering that about you and writing that and thinking okay this dude's going to come up with some cool as shit second guitar parts because you thought in a totally different way than I did. And then, like, that's, that's what I feel like. You can totally hear that in the album. And I, I, when I listen back, and maybe it's so evident to me because I wrote the songs, but there are so many things I would have never written. Um, that's that one of my go-tos, did. you know, just, yeah. like, slap another third on top. Yep. Or slap a fifth. For sure. Some, like, slap and it a would third. And then it sometimes. just opens it up, and it's just, like, this total... It, it gives it a whole other texture. I remember t- trying to navigate the waters of, like, can we please play this riff in unison? Because I want it to be meaty as balls. And you'd go to the third, or you'd go to something else, and I'd just be like, can we just... Can we do this in unison? And then you can do your cool shit. <laughs> but most of the time, I didn't have to rein it back. But there were... Every once in a while, I remember, like, feeling yeah. like, all right, dude, can we... Yeah, let's Even all just this. one string. Yeah. You're like, can we just do one string on this? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, okay. Sometimes yeah. you can't <laughs> stop the guy from like slapping on a third or pinching a hoggy. Yeah, dude, pinching yeah. hoggies. Which was another. another. That was another thing I could never do, but you could do so well, dude. Pinching a hoggy, punk drums and pinching a hoggy would have never happened on a Shaggy uh, album. Third album. Yeah, punk drums and pinching hoggies. <laughs> uh, 2023. All right, so. Uh, Recording, recording the the art of pop and lock. Um, I don't. We we definitely don't have time to break down every song, 
But going through, I do want to hit some highlights. Is, is that all right if we just kind of talk through the songs, but yeah. not break them down, but like hit some highlights? Yeah, sure. Let's, I, let's I, wanted, through, I just wanted on. to say one thing about yeah, like yeah, when yeah. I turned on this record after listening to Roll It Back was that the elements of Roll It Back, like your, your brain space was there. And it was like, and I didn't realize this until I started listening to Art of Pop and Lock, but it was much more, it was darker and I don't know, I don't know if I'm just spouting words like doldrummy, just more like, it was it messy, wasn't as fun but and a total brand. Yeah, it wasn't way. fun as fun enough. Right. So when yeah. I went to, when I went to, um, there was a lot of experimentation that was very important yeah. to what this evolved into but as soon as i put on through with you i'm just like this is just like brighter punk more fun tighter snappier sensibility what kyle was able to bring to the table with punk drums and then our personalities together shifting it to that is completely what made the sound yeah it's a totally different personality oh yeah as soon as like as soon as we integrated that those members together it became something what was funny is Tyler Wolf and I had, did not take ourselves seriously at all, but it was my first rodeo and figuring out, okay, how can I make this fun? But also like, I, we didn't take ourselves too seriously, but it did not come through as well on the album. But the art of pop and lock from the album title and the picture on it to the way the album opens. And I mean, the personality is absolutely there, but it just it's was much more not, developed. Yeah, it was not... It was not on that, but on the first one. But I, I, I think some generic things to say on the art of pop and lock. The the whole album, from a vocal standpoint, was me. First of all, almost every song, other than I roll with the foxes and hunt with the hounds, I feel like I scream at a higher pitch than I. Yes, than you I, do. It was it. It turns me off a little bit. The second album totally worked that out but the yeah. fir- but the art of pop when and you lock say second was, album you mean like the uh, over second the top LP. nasty the, over, our, our all us three okay. our second album together because we were we were only part of the two. gotcha but yeah uh, i on, completely agree yeah the the first uh, the, uh, the art of pop and lock vocal vocal wise i i love the songs and I don't mind the melody of the vocals, like the melody line. It's not that I, I, and the lyrics don't even bother me. It's just too, it's just too high pitched. And then when I do some of the low growly things, they're too octave, they're too low octave wise because I didn't know, I didn't know how to translate what was in my head. But I'm just thankful that by the, by uh, over the top nasty, I really feel like that got worked out a lot better. I don't feel that on I Roll With The Foxes and Hunt With The Hounds, and that might be why that's like my favorite song on the album, because I feel like the vocals translated, although the octave parts are a little too low. But I would say, um, man, I, I, wish it wasn't, uh, I wish it wasn't that way. Your vocals for the first Just record? Just too high-pitched, yeah. I always felt the same way about the vocals, yeah. and then Over The Top Nasty was much better. Yeah, dude, Over difference. The Top Nasty, yeah. I felt like you really dialed it in. You were like, okay, this is how it is, and... and Maybe you know what some feelings from the past are creeping back in of like all right well let's see how this goes yeah <laughs> Not, and kind of like a well it's gonna be fun anyway yeah but it was just like see because you worked so hard I remember you worked so hard on the first record and we got to where it needed to be mm-hmm. and it was like it was like good enough you know but then I was so excited and I don't want to skip into over the top nasty yeah. too much right now because that's when 
when I switched from Art of Pop and Lock to Over the Top Nasty today, I was just like, oh, damn. It's just beef. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, just it got like so you, different. Like, your your I had to style, your yeah, timbre, and then also probably the production too, the yeah. mixing yeah. and all that. Because there are some parts like going all the way back to roll it back. Oh. When I when I showed yeah. it to somebody, who the, I got to tell this story because it, I don't want to call them an asshole, but it was just I can't even say where I was working because I don't want to call this person out. But I showed them. I was showing everybody this record, and. And in um, what's Pop the da 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 da? It's something real, something, something real. real. Yeah. And I was so excited about it. I don't even think I was on the project at this point, but I just wanted to show people, like, dude, I know this guy, and I think I, I see potential there, and this is going to be really cool. And I already like this as it is, but that part where it's just like, give me some, yeah. which is <laughs> yeah. dope with those like lo-fi, weird, crushed drums, <laughs> and then all of a sudden the. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and I was kind of like, yeah, it's not the best, but but somebody flat out just like, <laughs> that's see, but this shit sucks, dude. And I'm like, well, I mean, the rest of it is. And then, but years dude, later, yeah, he, he over the top nasty. He listened to that, and it made him go back to yeah. Art of Pop and Lock and heard that version of it, and, and he was just, how do you guys do what you do? Yeah, because I want to do all that, and I was like. <laughs> well, dude, see, ahead of its time. What's ahead funny of its is, time. is yeah. those high pitched vocals. That's part of what I mean on Roll It Back too. Is those high pitched vocals were meant to be obnoxious, over the top. Like it's stupid. It's not taking yourself too seriously. The problem is, I didn't know how to translate that so well. That came out later in in Shaggy because that was always annoying as hell to me, honestly. But that was part of it's. It, think about in uh, Put Your Turncoat On, where we have that bridge where it's like, oh no. Well, you know, like, like here yeah. come the tank tops and it's just screaming. That's kind of what in my head I wanted that to be was this desperate, like just silly. And it, it totally it didn't, didn't turn out. Yeah, that's the right. Because word. I don't know how to, I, I didn't know how to do it, but, um, that, that's actually why too, I, I never posted the art of pop and lock on Amazon and other platforms like I did with over the top nasty is because I feel like vocally it. It uh, there are a few tunes that I feel like it was there, but I I kind of I I'm kind of bummed, I'm kind of bummed that some of those guitar parts are on there and the vocals didn't do it justice, honestly. But I still listen to it and like it. Yeah, I listen to it too and like it, but I do listen to Over the Top Nasty uh, probably quarterly, every yeah. day in my <laughs> I life. I listen to it every day, it's probably four times a year. Yeah, I listen all the way through. Yeah. I'm Every time you, I sit in my car with my daughter, I'm like, what do you got? What do you want to listen to? Dun 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 part three. And I'm just like, <laughs> dope. Dope. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, it's either that or Red City Radio. Yeah. Well, dude, okay, so a uh, couple things to note. Can we just kind of go song by song? Just hit hit some highlights if you yeah. guys have some notes. Uh, a couple of these I don't have any notes on. But Through With You, it kicks off Annalie, my daughter, who is now 15. But at the time, she she had a toy. So this listen to the music. I think we all had that, Was right? one of the buttons you could push. Yeah. And it just, if you listen to the very end of the album on our rants and remnant, I like doing the whatever, we were trying to come up with an actual intro where mm -hmm. we were going to do some acting that just obviously didn't pan out. It was pan so out. terrible. It was terrible. That's but, another uh, reason you could not post that album, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. This 20-minute track if, of just If the I were stuff. to post it, I would, I would cut, cut all the, that I out. I would cut all that out because it's, yeah. That's for yeah, those worst, of us who worst only Worst fake it. fight. I've I when yeah, I was going through that today. I know at like the end that of like nine or ten from day one that was cringy. oh it was bad it was <laughs> yeah. awful it's it so bad 
but uh, so the proper ti- proper album opener was just to just to leave through with you with that because on the something real EP that's what kicked it off as well. But little little toy there. I gotta say though, we only got the idea because we had that first one on tape that was real. Yeah, because Brandon was sitting we there did, yeah. and Kyle was playing the drums in his. He was yeah he was playing it in his uh, dining room yeah and then and uh, Brandon was saying like all right do the kick with the I can't remember what song it was yeah. it may not even have been that song yeah that that it's on in the record but we kept it because it was like a real what that, the fuck that man was, like, no, you know, yeah, like, yeah that, you're that telling was, me um, to do this and then you're like no like this it was yeah. like the end of something the real. Me, bro. Yeah, yeah. It was the end of something real. Because it had. Yeah. And then uh, as we were recording, you were totally right. You were like, you know, Tom's snare hat, like. Yeah. And I was like, you, okay, but you just told me like three different <laughs> things, and we did capture, and we did really capture that. And yeah. Tyler did, actually yeah. was laughing, yeah, like, did. yeah, you I did. Know, it was great. <laughs> so that was you a real I was moment. There. I witnessed. Oh, okay. Like, cool. When I said, yeah, you did, because Brandon's like, <laughs> I think it's fine. God. Like the way yeah, he just yeah. did it, and yeah. then it was we're done. I'm like. Yeah. And then uh, the, the one where I shut the door was was that, that was one was fake. totally fake yeah. and stupid. But but I do remember. It's funny now actually that we're kind of talking that through. The recording process really was when we worked all that crap out. Yeah. And and I, I do I remember like saying okay here's how this thing's gonna go. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, man. and we were working that out on the fly because there was not a ending to something real at that time. Like we yeah. had not decided how the song was gonna end. Yeah. So I don't know how it ended on the earlier like Rock EP or something, roll, but we did dude. something different. <laughs> yeah, we were in the, we were writing on the fly for a lot. We of were that for stuff. sure. That's so cool. So I forgot. I, I don't. I don't have anything else on through with you. Um, um, I had well, that can go to a different one because that's on this record too. But for yeah. uh, I was just gonna go one by one down. Sure, if you sure. Have any notes well, on. smells like business is on this one. So I had that's I later. had stuff for roll it back, but that's all right. Uh, I will say with Through With You Live, I remember playing at Main Street Saloon, uh, playing a show there. That was my favorite place to play, by the way. Oh, yeah. We did have yeah. a fun now show the candy at, place. at Back Bar, at the Back Bar. But Main Street Saloon, um, we, we, you only had to have, what, 50 people there to pack the place out? Yeah. <laughs> so tiny. So it's backed up to the door. And we're at the same level. There's no stage, which was awesome. Yeah. And so my brother, Sam, like we're, we're a foot and a half from the people that are watching it and everybody's just packed in. And I remember on through with you, that was the one where you could put your guitar above your head and like go down on the dun, 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 right? Dude, I was half an inch from uppercutting my brother in the chin with my headstock. And he didn't notice it. He was coming down headbanging, and I was coming up with the with the headstock. And that would have been it probably would have busted my headstock. Oh my God. And he would have just been bloody <laughs> dude. Lead with probably would have given him dude, a concussion. He yeah. would have busted my headstock. <laughs> it probably Brothers. would have. It was so, I was, we were both so aggressive and the forces, he was going downward and yeah. I was going upward. And then I looked at him and he didn't notice the moment happened. And I was like, all right, I've got to, I've got to settle down because they're not gonna, yeah. which was, which was great. But anyway, uh, um, I, I had, had that memory on, on the dunnance on, uh, through with you, yeah, one of my favorite. I, I parts wanted to talk about that the bass drop thing because we were we, yeah. that was at a time when 
you know, I, other recording artists had been messing with that idea of just like that. It's not, it's not any kind of sound. It's a feeling. It's just, this is supposed sub, to explode yeah. right here with the sub, with the sub frequency. And I really loved that, man, this album opens snappy fast. And then all of a sudden at one minute, I, I call it a shook a kapow moment. <laughs> right. Yeah, Kyle yeah. knows what I'm talking about. 5.0. <laughs> <Shook-a-pow. laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that was tight. That was awesome. <laughs> you know, you know what's you know what's bothersome about that to me. That's another another note I had. But uh, <laughs> I got that sub from my Korg Triton keyboard. All right, so they have like a just a sub sound from it. And I remember just playing the keys until I landed on the one that whatever shitty headphones or speaker that I had at the time just felt ballsy. Like the the what was the ballsiest one? And so if you went any lower than that the frequency just wouldn't translate through whatever headphones or, or whatever I was on. So what it landed on was an A. And at the time, this you got to remember, yeah, this is we like 2008, 2000. Yeah. Well, we had some drop A and drop D, and it was total fucking luck yeah. that I landed on an A because at the time, I couldn't hear a distinction in the note. I just felt a yeah. low boom. But when I got better equipment... All of a sudden, I was like, "Oh shit, I got lucky." Because uh, uh, an A, you can hear the pitch of it when you when you're listening for it through for, through good speakers. You can feel it mostly, but you can hear the pitch of it. And being a fifth of the D on drop D, and they're all only drop D or drop A, depending yeah. on if it was the baritone or not. And I just got totally lucky. Right. It would like if it was drop A or drop D. That's the if, only way it, it would have translated. Been an a sharp, or it could have been it could have been any of those because, because it would have felt it too much of like a colorful interval dude i had well i used that sub on an outlet album as well and they all weren't in dna (laughs) and you can hear that it's dissonant but in shag it just it just i got lucky but and then i uh going to we are the forgotten ones the next one i i just i remember having uh doing the clapping at the beginning and singing and in the actual take uh, when we were done, it just Kyle does the balls. Balls. <laughs> we clapped his balls. And then I. And, we did a second then, oh, take. Oh my God, yeah. it was. Yeah. We did a second take because we were layering it. Yeah. And uh, then Tyler did balls and he and harmonized it. <laughs> balls. So, 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 like, in the extra track, it's, it, we're doing the clapping and then balls. Yeah. It's harmonized. <laughs> it's very nice. It was great. So, I do have those, I do have those clips, but uh, that, was, that was definitely fun putting that together. And then I don't, I, the next one, I just had a couple notes on like, I roll with the foxes. I don't have anything for corporate shoots and ladders. I did love playing that one live. It was my favorite song for a while. Well, I just have a note about how fun the gang folks were on that. And I don't mean to take away from the experience we had down here with over the top nasty, Mm -hmm. but I feel like that space, maybe it's because like I built that space, Mm -hmm. but I remember, I just remember it got way, we got way more punchy because we were there late and we were there for a long time, mm-hmm. and it was just kind of, I feel like that's when all, like, the craziness was happening. Yeah. And we had us, you know, and, and we had a lot of fun down here, but <clears throat> not to diss your basement studio, but it's, it's a little more cramped than my oh, studio sure. space was there. The we had, we could, like, run around and have fun, and, like, yeah. we were getting crazy with stuff, and it's, it's not that this wasn't fun here, but I remember just really... It was such a dude, warm, we standing a on warm stools, feeling. farting in microphones. Yeah, man. dude, yeah, it got it crazy. Totally it got crazy different. up there because yeah. we had room to like 
Yeah. You didn't have to worry about knocking stuff over or we had a lot of free the it was free. It felt free up there. Yeah. No, like I said, the the most fun I had recording with other people was on the Art of Pop and Lock. And I also remember going into I roll with the foxes, I, I also remember I could only do I could only do maybe one and a half songs vocally before I had to stop because I would get such bad headaches. Yeah. yeah. And I tried You're to work singing on, through your forehead. I tried to work on that technique, but like to this day, and I know how to not sing from the top of my head or scream from the top of my head to, to mitigate as much headache as I could have. But it's still like, I would not want to play live shows doing this again. Cause at, to this day, I can't, I can't <clears throat> record more than a couple of tunes at a time my voice would hold out just fine, but my head starts pounding, dude. Yeah. Well, I remember, I remember sitting on the you floor and just your face would be I know. red. Oh, it just, sucked, dude. Just, oh my god, it that's sucked. how brutal it was, folks. Uh, <laughs> so brutal. <laughs> so brutal. Oh, that was awful, man. Um, I have notes for. Um, I wrote with the foxes yeah. and help with the hounds. Before we get to that, quick though, corporate shoots and ladders. That's, I have some as, on, on that as well. That's a oh, third go ahead. track. Yeah, that's right? a third track. Yeah, third corporate, track. corporate first. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just I just wanted to say, the another one of those guitar harmony things. Like that's my brand, Beautiful. right? Just yeah, slapping yeah. a third on yeah. top. But I remember you showed me you showed me that riff. I'm like, every one. You're right. I would just be like, let's see what it sounds like with a third yeah. on top. <laughs> but like having a lower note just over it, yeah. it was straight up. That interval was still so low. But it just changed the whole texture yeah, and vibe. Such of a great it. way. And then, um, and then that like that fun little that fun little indie vibe at yeah. forty eight seconds. I was so I was so jazzed about that. And then we tried to do the little on the hi hat thing, but it didn't. It never really ended up working out right. Yeah. But it, I, think I think so. it ended up just fine with it. I think yeah. you just did it on the off. So, so for corporate shoots and ladders, I had like just like an honorable uh, mention in here because, because it was like perfect for radio and it was fun to play live. Um, and I have heard it on radio. I've heard it on WJJO yeah. several times. Really? Uh, years ago. Yes, several times. I've turned on the radio like the actual radio, and I've also turned on the radio online and heard Corporate Shoots and Ladders yeah. playing. And then wow. Shaggy versus the Tag Top. Yes. <laughs> saying that at the end. Uh, I have like a video of me catching it one time. Yeah. Um, I remember I remember when it was on. But like that, wow. that, that song, there's, there's no intro to that song. It just starts uh, strong and, um, and it's unsettling. And it's because of that third you put mm -hmm. on there. It's like unsettling and... Um, it's very cool, you know, and um, and Brandon, like, right out of the gate, like, sit down, this will take a while. Yeah. It's got this eerie <laughs> sound to it. It's just really cool right out of the gate. Menacing, even. Yeah, it, it's scary, yeah. some might well, say. Um, <laughs> but, event, but it, you know, uh, eventually it does not uh, take a while. It takes all of three minutes and nine yeah, seconds. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> but, um, but it's a good 309, and... Um, I and do, although it's not like a crazy song like other Shaggy songs, it was it was uh, really fun to play, and that was a solid track, and it's been on the radio many times. I also think it it was it was a little bit of a reprieve from some of the brutality for sure. And I I, I actually enjoyed playing that bridge live, like on the on the album. It has kind of that like shimmery, 
whatever stuff panning left and right, like a, a little effect that goes in. But I, I, I actually love the bridge of that song. It was it was super fun. It was definitely a little more indie rock than it was metal. Yeah, I know? like that but it was about it. We, we were able to integrate things. And that kind of yeah. like, that got me to a thought, like an overall thought on this project while I was listening to it today. It's just like, and I'm reading from my notes just so I can remember what I was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, Things that, that I've discovered about my own like brain and my thinking patterns and my neurodivergence, I guess. But like this project makes perfect sense for how my brain works because there's always something interesting going on every two and a half seconds, and yeah. it's different and just like different flavors of different things. And it was just writing and making this music was just. I don't know how this couldn't have happened if i were put in the mix with you guys it it, it just uh, it hits my it hits my hormone sensors just in all the right ways even writing it listening to it talking about it i'm getting like goosebumps just thinking about how how my life would not be as good without <laughs> Shaggy versus the Dude, I to- I, that's that's awesome you say i i totally feel that way and i've i and i've talked with tyler wolf about that like there was something super special, uh, both in the both in the writing and the live process for sure. And I don't really feel that way about other bands that I played live with. You know, live was never really my shtick. I did enjoy it, but like I enjoyed the recording process more. But Shaggy was meant to be live, and it was like I don't know. There's just something very. Different oh, playing it was a whole other thing yeah. too, because you could just well playing, get out of your body, man, ascend, yeah, and just. I got the craziest I've ever gotten. I remember when I was in good shape too, and I, and other people were seeing us. I, I feel like we were at our kind of like height of our skills and togetherness. And when we played up in Madison, what was that little bar we played with uh, Vintage Burning or something? Yeah. yeah. And I remember it was Tyler was still playing bass with us, mm-hmm. and. We went up there, and somebody dude, was like, dude, do you want to play guitar in my band? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's kind of a weird thing. Um, I totally no, remember Are they show, as man. good because as this band? No, yeah. because there is <laughs> no other band I would rather play yeah. in than this band right here. And, yeah. um, but I just I felt like so th- this will come out more in Over the Top Nasty, where I was just like, we know, like, there was a time when I was like, yeah, we fucking know what we got. <laughs> and it felt so good. Like we we felt it felt like we were at this precipice of we could have really done something with it at that point. I feel like if it if it were marketable in the slightest, maybe I feel like the but time we and had place that, that photo had, of us yeah. under the lights, oh, I know. And, and it was so that was organic. at that bar. I think yeah, it was at yeah. that bar. I feel I like that, that night was just like I'm like I'm in a really that night was good awesome band, dude. And we that, got like really good stuff going yeah. on. I remember that was, I think that was the first time Jason Thompson, because I had lived in that man's house. Like him and I grew up, I, like I grew up playing music with him and stuff. And that was the first Shout time I think that, that he had seen seen us. And I remember him just kind of like, uh, you know, because it, it wasn't, there just wasn't, it was a freak show. It was just a circus. And that was kind of the way, like even people that would sit at the bar that had no, they were not there yeah. for the music, didn't know anything was even going to be there. There were people that used to like look that you know probably hate the music, but there was just it was a circus. It was just yeah, it was, it was a spectacle. There was something to see. Right. It was like holy crap! Those yeah. they're like so, climbing on the drum sets. Yeah, it was like, so <laughs> not boring when, you, yeah. especially compared to so many shows I've been to or like even famous bands where like they're just standing there playing their songs. Yeah, and it's so boring. And watching like especially when Tyler Wolf was in the band, like you could watch Tyler Wolf the entire set around and just yeah. fish for an hour and just so be great. amazing. Dude, the wrestling show, the, sh- yeah. the wrestling There's show, Lucha Shaggy. I, know, I have it. Oh my, dude, 
th- that was th- that was one of my favorite moments happened in that where he was playing the bass <laughs> going rowdy and I forget the song but there's a part where like it it just kind of stops and I go to kick and I went to kick his bass <laughs> Right, I go to kick his bass. I know, I know. He lifts his bass up over his head, and it's a <laughs> perfect nut shot, dude. Just right in the oh nuts, dude. God. And people are like, so they're kicking each other in the nuts. <laughs> it was so crazy. perfect, dude. But that was that was what was fun. And we also have that's yeah. we have one of the best live photos of our band uh, At from that, that show. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Every, it's natural motion blur because all of yeah. you are whipping it's your guitars yeah. around. Except for Brandon, so still cool. because you're just holding uh, your yeah, guitar up. You look up. like the yeah, stage master or yeah. some shit, just like oh, with your uh, like your, gla- Such your geeky a cool photo. glasses yeah, dude. and your headband and stuff. And then buying those Tyler's all, and I'm on the other side swinging back, and Kyle's playing. His arms are blurry, but dude, that is a great photograph too. That was that's super fun. I love fun, looking man. at that stuff, dude. Okay, hey, I think that this is. I have to pee, and I think this I is have a to pee natural too. Should break. We all, Why don't we do this? Did you got a bucket? Let's <laughs> <laughs> let's let's cut this one now, and then we'll we'll come back and we'll finish out as like a second episode. So I think sure. let's 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 take a uh, let's take a five minute, and then uh, I'll I'll split this in two.